Hi folks, Gary Kelly here from GK Media. For me, video marketing is without doubt one of the most powerful marketing tools at the moment for growing your brand, reaching a wide audience, creating engagement and generating sales. In this podcast, I'm speaking at the Amplified Digital Marketing Conference about the three T's of successful video marketing. Please follow GK Media on our social media channels and most importantly, please subscribe to this podcast. Enjoy. This is a GK Media Podcast. Thanks a million. Just before we start, how many of you have used video in marketing in the last 12 months? Okay, most of you. How many of you have actually paid for someone to come in and make that video? Okay, I like you. <laughs> and then I take the majority of you done it themselves on mobile or whatever. How many though then have done actual targeted advertising with those videos? So maybe 50% of the room. All right, so hopefully my intention is that I will uh, incite some wisdom on you over the next 30 minutes or so. And apologies if I start pulling up my trousers a lot because I started slimming wear last week and it works. <laughs> so GQ Media was set up in 2013 and we produce digital content and provide marketing solutions for SMEs throughout Ireland and the UK. And there's just a sample of some of the clients who we have. We have about 50 ongoing clients. This I found interesting as a stat. 74% of marketers not currently using video as a marketing tool says that they expect to start using it. And that's when the words just come ringing through my head. You need to be using video now. And if you haven't started, I know most of you are, if you haven't started, today is the day that you need to start using video. And I'll give you a very simple example. I'm up here doing a talk for 25, 30 minutes. There's a camera there, there's a camera here, there's a microphone on me here. I'm going to use extracts from what I'm talking about over the next 30 minutes and spread them out through social media to promote GK Media as someone who does marketing consulting because it's something we have been doing for a couple of years. And I'll be putting bits up on the various social media channels like your Facebook, your LinkedIn, it would obviously be more productive. Um, but I'd be using audio excerpts as well and put that up as a podcast. And I know someone in Lee is speaking later on about audio as well, which is a very, very powerful tool when it comes to marketing. So why use video? Okay, let's just quickly go through a few stats. Your website is 50 times more likely to appear on the first page of a search engine. We are lazy. When we're searching for something, we pretty much look at the first three or four pages that come up generally on Google. Videos projected to claim more than 80% of all web traffic by the end of 2019, and indeed Facebook say by 2020, they expect to be mostly a video platform. Marketers who use video grow revenue 49% faster than non-video users, so I'm sure CEOs would love that. Four times as many customers would rather watch a video about a product or service than read about it. And 90% of customers report that product videos help them make purchasing decisions. A third of all the time people spend online is dedicated to watching videos. And it's very important to remember the power of video. And this is what's coming around the corner as well. There's going to be huge competition in branding because it's so easy now for someone to sit at home and do everything from their little home office. And they are becoming competition for digital marketers like yourselves. And it's becoming cheaper. You don't need a big fancy office in town 
You can look at Shop Street in Galway. This place is up for sale for millions. You walk down Eggington Street, there's quite a few units closed. This is the competition now. It's easy, you open up your laptop, you get on Facebook, it's free. You spend five euro, 15 euro, you do get a reaction. And branding is gonna become more and more competitive because more and more people are gonna be using the technology which is more user friendly. Because I'll tell you one thing about videographers, they haven't gotten better over the years. The equipment has gotten better over the years that makes them look better. But a lot are still making the same mistakes that others made years ago. But the equipment is getting more user friendly for digital marketers like ourselves to be using. This is a sample of a video we put up in 2015. And this is how clued in I was. I didn't even spell the word footage right. Drone foot G Galway. It wasn't boosted, it got 25,000 views on Facebook and it's only 27 seconds. And it's just some drone footage of Galway. And within that week, we got 15,000 euro worth of business, which I was delighted with because we were only about 18 months up and running. And as I said, I didn't pay a penny for it. Now for today's event, that's a video that I just slightly changed from the earlier one to put up this week on YouTube to just test something out for today's event. And within 15 seconds, that text comes up because people generally, they're scrolling on Facebook, they're scrolling on LinkedIn, even if videos are playing automatically, you only have a small percentage of time to gather their attention. So I decided to spend 15 euro on YouTube, because the times are hard, just pushing that video as a pre-roll. And within 24 hours, I got 5,000 views. And within that 24 hours, I got 5,000 euro worth of work to help the business actually with marketing consultations over 12 months. And the ironic thing is, most people might say, oh, well, it was just video. Maybe you were pushing drone footage. But that's why I listed the five things or so at the end of the video of other things that we do. But it was the drone footage that caught their attention. People love drone footage. I'm not a particular huge fan of it because I think it's been killed to death at this stage, but people love it and people love seeing their own city from views that they wouldn't normally see. So it's all about grabbing their attention and then stick your message in. How do most people prefer to learn about a new product or service? 68% ultimately is watching a video. So what's the video supposed to do? It's supposed to send someone in the right direction when they don't know where it is that they want to go. Your video is supposed to be the little nudge that brings them along. And I always think one of the most powerful forms of advertising or marketing, even though they're very separate, is word of mouth. And I always say, if, if I'm looking for a plumber to do a job, and I look up the yellow pages or I Google, I get loads of names. But if someone says to me, oh, Gary, you know, John Boy, he's a great plumber. He did my house absolutely fantastic. Well, I'm more inclined to ring John Boy than anyone else because he's been recommended. What video does is when that opportunity isn't there for word of mouth is you're bringing across the personality of the business, of the service, so people have a certain warmth and affection towards you. I started working in radio back in 2007 and I noticed quite quickly after a few years how everyone was suddenly really nice to me who I didn't know. They were complete strangers and I'm not used to that. 
And it was because they recognized the voice and they would listen to me and strangely they would quote things I had said on radio and I have a goldfish memory so I do not remember anything. But the interesting thing was that they felt that there was a bond there already connected. And it was great with setting up Cheeky Media because it helped me get my foot in the door a lot quicker with a lot of businesses around Galway. But people buy feelings, stories, and authenticity. I think for me, from what I've learned, they're the three main sort of things. But be yourself, because you're selling yourself, or you're selling your product, or you're selling your business. So be yourself. Where did it all come from? Back in the beginning, this lad here, April the 23rd, 2005, if you're not familiar, posted up the first video on YouTube about his visit to the zoo. And now YouTube has five billion video views per day. And one in three people spend as much time watching YouTube as they do TV. 31% of Irish users view tutorial videos regularly, which again is another great aspect you should think about for your business. I think Woody's DIY did an excellent example of this a few years ago. Woody's DIY did up a series of videos of how to uh, drill uh, a nail through a piece of wood without splitting it, or how to uh, screw a plug together without electrocuting yourself. And there's all these little sample short uh, expert advice videos, given tips, but what I showed is they know their field, they are the masters, they are the DIY experts. So then when you're saying, oh, I'm looking to do something out the back of the garden, the sun is shining, I don't know what to do, I'll go to Woody's, someone there will know or be able to advise me. So tutorial videos as well, how many times have we tried to figure out how to do something, whether it's cooking or whatever, and we might go to YouTube to get the answer. If you're not familiar, as of 20th February last year, 4,000 hours of watch time within the past 12 months and 1,000 subscribers is needed on your YouTube channel to start monetizing videos, but it can become another form of income for yourself. Ironically though, people watch more video on Facebook than YouTube. So after giving you those stats on YouTube, Facebook is even more powerful. Facebook though, of course, is going to be going for shorter videos. No one's gonna sit down and watch one hour video on Facebook, but there would on YouTube. Eight billion average daily viewers, 100 hours of video per day. And of course, the important thing as well is it creates video sharing. Damien recently, uh, he lives in Ormore and he shot the St. Patrick's Day Parade in Ormore on his phone. And he edited it together on his time off and he said, well, we put it up on the Facebook page. And I said, sure, why not? It's not exactly that I want to promote that we shoot St. Patrick's Day Parades, but let's just put it out there anyways. And it got 5,000 views, I think, or something, or 4,500 views at the moment. Uh, and it got loads of shares or whatever. But what it did is it didn't really cost us a lot of time, didn't cost us really any money, but it just created some brand awareness as well. It got loads of shares. But this is the problem. Most of us are like Dory. We forget quite easily. So we need to basically be bombarding people with content all the time. We need it to be memorable, but we need to be bombarding it because simply, the world is full of messages bombarding us. So you need to be clever enough to come up with something visually that grabs someone's attention and entices them in. Let's look at a few tips. Before you start, you need to know where you're going. You need to know your message. So there's no point saying, oh, we're young, we're vibrant, we're a dynamic company, and then someone arrives to do the job, and you know they're a bit like sleepy from Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. So you need to make sure that the message you're putting out there is actually true. 
So you need to be consulting, you need internal communication within the organisation to ensure what you're saying is actual true, accurate and will be lived up to. Otherwise, you lose face very quickly and negative comments unfortunately spread a lot faster than positive ones. Know your audience, so decide which outlet is the best that suits your audience. So people say generally you should be active on three social media channels, but be putting 80% of your time into the one that works for you by, and when I say works for you, engages with your mass audience. And decide the tone or sentiment. So if you're trying to be, I don't know, a professional uh, accounting company and you're looking for a high-end business, there's no point doing a video of auditors doing somersaults around the office. So get the tone right. Decide on your style. So like, do you want it to be serious? Do you want it to be youthful? Do you want it to be funky? Do you want it to be professional? And it should be very easy to answer this because it should just be what the business is itself, what it what wants to represent. And then this, be aware of your age, the location, the gender you're trying to get. And consider influencers as well because influencers do work. Mar influencer marketing generates six euro in revenue for each one euro spent. That's primarily due to the fact that consumers trust influencer content because people are following these influencers online. They trust them, they trust the recommendations and it literally has, I think it's a great image to describe how it's like light in a matchstick and it just goes, follows along. And this is a great example. We work with Revive Active and Revive Active came out with a new product there during the year and it's called Zest. It's for people aged between 20 and 35 years of age. And it's a health supplement. There's no sugar, there's no caffeine in it. It's all natural ingredients. And they wanted to get a younger audience. So what did they do? But they got Roz Purcell involved. And Roz was already promoting Revive Active of her own free will, not getting paid for it on her social media channels. And within the first week of Roz going online, they completely sold out of the product. That's how influencer marketing works. And then they got James Ryan as well, who's the Irish rugby player, to kind of go for other types of people, whether it's males or athletes or rugby lovers or whatever. But they got a female and they got a male and it worked and it is working. Just for video length, the maximum video length you can do on Facebook is 45 minutes. No one's going to watch a video that long on Facebook unless they've fallen into a coma and not realized. Twitter, two minutes, 20 seconds. And they're quite finicky with the format of video that can go up. YouTube, 12 hours, so if you want to do an Andy Warhol on it, you can put up a 12-hour video. You can only do 15 minutes if you haven't done pre-verification, which is where you basically get YouTube to send you an email, and there's a few kind of verification processes you need to go through. Instagram is 60 seconds. If your video is 1 minute, 12 seconds, don't bother putting it up on Instagram, because there's nothing worse where the last 12 seconds or so is cut off. Don't do it. Go back and re-edit it, tighten it up a little bit, or if you've got someone to make the video for you, get them just to tighten it up a little bit for you, and then put it up. And then IGTV, which is kind of like the Instagram TV thing, you can do up to 10 minutes on that, but bear in mind that the aspect ratio is very different. It's 9.16 as opposed to widescreen, which is 16.9. But you can get your kind of fancy, you know, three-minute corporate video done, and it can be re-ratioed as such to work for IGTV. So don't rule that out. Don't think you only have to do IGTV stuff on your mobile phone. Techniques then, so you gotta plan your story, okay? And then you gotta think about the shoot. So are we gonna have actors, our presenter, presenters, the locations, think about weather. We, you know, there's a reason why Hollywood is in California. It's because it's sunny most of the time. Unfortunately, we're in Connacht, 
It's not as sunny all the time. So weather can play a factor if you're doing something outdoors. Noise can be an issue. The public, there was a hotel who did a video before and they did it at a quiet time. They did it at night time because they didn't have too many uh, residents around. But the problem is doing it that way, the hotel actually looked really dead. Looked like that there was no life happening in there. So that can be a problem. Better off what you're doing is putting up a notice saying, recording is taking place, take being in progress, and there's various disclaimers that you can put up. And if anyone has an issue, they approach a member of staff and say, look, just make sure I'm not included in that because I'm not comfortable with it, because GDPR has made these things a necessity now to do right. Uh, think about your props, schedule, insurance might be needed as well, equipment. And then you do an edit, but then really you should be thinking about recycling and using your video material as much as possible by getting snippets as well from what you do and kind of think of your evergreen marketing. Think of where's the best place to publish your video and you should have a, a call to action even if it's a subtle one. So the video styles you can be thinking of, testimonials. Testimonials are great. When I go on Amazon and I'm looking for something to buy, I often read the reviews or I go on YouTube and I see what people are saying about the product before I actually spend my money. So testimonials from the horse's mouth to someone who has availed of the service or the product does have a lot of validity. Uh, is it going to be a piece to camera? Is it going to be a corporate? Is it going to be product placement? Is it generally a short video with a, a very obvious call to action? Or is it going to be like a short featurette? So here are some examples then of stuff we did with GoBus recently. So this is Fiona who works with GoBus. And we just love the story of a female bus driver who drove articulated lorries for years and then she became a mother and she kind of needed hours that suited best and GoBus kind of were really good and facilitated her. Um, and it's just, I just fell in love with the story of this person who gets up, you know, the crack of dawn goes off, drives buses. People on the bus don't realize what goes on in her own life and then she comes home and she collects her children early from crash or whatever and she just spends the day with them and working with them and teaching them and it was just a, a lovely story and it was to show a different side of a business than just we drive buses. Then this was another one, they were involved in a race in pink at Galway Races and this is a story about breast cancer research and this is an amazing woman, Dr. Orla Smithick who is a breast cancer survivor and that was a more serious type of video uh, but a very powerful one as well and then this was one where we got Santa, ironically, arrived on a go bus one evening, uh, a week or so before Christmas, met the children, he broke down at the side of the road. And then we just did a video that kind of captured that as well. So um, think of different possibilities. Don't just be plain and boring. So this would be more like your short featurette, which just tells a story. And then this was uh, customers talking about GoBus and the service they get. So you have Steve Bennett, who's a comedian. You have Marie, who actually works for an international airline. Yeah, you have Kieran Malloy, who's a boxer and is performing in the National Stadium a lot and uh, should hopefully be going to the Olympics quite soon as well. Well, we're actors. Fooled you. There you go. No, no, no. Oh, She's God not that good. At, she didn't get an Oscar on the night for her <laughs> acting. She got her Oscar for, for a song. Yeah, for but you sing, when you sing, you, no, uh, you no, no. emote the no, song. No, no, I thought they just hit on it perfectly. I thought they were perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, you, David. Believe me, they hit on it. Believe no, me. David, <laughs> stop it. That was a clip taken from a podcast that we do called Just Like in the Movies. And they were talking about Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper's performance at the Oscars. So Dave is full sure that there's something more going on than just being 
actors. Well, this is a podcast that I started last year. It's a film review, and they go off to the iCinema, watch movies, come back and talk about them. And we were putting them up on Spotify, SoundCloud, iTunes. And then we said, look, we have the video gear, so let's just video the show as well. And then we take snippets from it, and we put them up on Facebook, just short snippets like that to encourage people to go to YouTube, to watch it, or really for something of the length that it is, the podcast kind of works better. But it's getting, we've only done it in the last two weeks, but each one has gotten about a thousand views. But the other interesting thing is, we've been asked as well to start advertising watches, and we'll get paid for it. And Northern Ireland Film Board has asked us as well to include them. and inviters onto their forum as well so we're putting out information what is happening in northern ireland world of film and tv but it's just by something simple like that it already gains traction this is a snippet then so we've done stuff for butlers as well and we did this uh video about how the cups they use are 100 percent recyclable even if they're coffee stains and all that but from that shoot then we just got loads of little short clips that they could be putting up on social media as well so again it's that idea of trying to just grab little five second things that you can be putting up your piece to camera, uh, smile, talk naturally, you're not American. No offense to Americans, but sometimes we start talking like this. Hey, how you doing? Hey. You're not American, just talk naturally. Mid-shot, we're all a bit conscious of the waistline, but here's a good kind of angle to have or frame. Pace yourself, you don't need to be rushing and talking really, really fast because the message will be lost, but you need to become across passionate as well. If you're talking like this and it's a great service and come down and meet us, it's not going to work. And I actually try a little trick. Everyone just close their eyes for a second. I'm, not, I'm going to stay on the stage, so don't worry. Just close your eyes for a second. I'm just going to say something. Get ahead online with Amplify Digital. Now, get ahead online with Amplify Digital. The difference there is I smiled when I did the second one. Smiling is the key thing when you do videos. Okay, so do smile. It comes across more friendly. Um, more sincere, it's nicer to listen to. You have to perform. Uh, good sound is essential. You can have crap video, okay? You can have wh whatever it is. You could be standing at a window where you're a complete silhouette, but if the sound is bad, the message is lost. Generally speaking, we're okay if the visuals are mm, but if the sound is bad, we switch off if there's shh going on or whatever. So get a good spot where you don't have huge noise interference, good head on light. So you want the face, obviously, to be brighter than the background, and you can get these things from 15 euro online and attach it to your camera. That's like a GJI Osmo, which is about 100 euro, and it's amazing, you get really good steady shots. So static and steady. Think of consent forms as well, especially if you have uh, customers coming in, giving testimonials or anything like that, you need a consent form uh, signed. Licensed music is a big thing as well. Don't go off, do a big Hollywood production of a video, and then get the latest Star Wars a soundtrack because what will happen is two scenarios. One, your video will go up and Facebook will take it down and take down your Facebook page. So I know a business that has over 100,000 followers on Facebook and they had put up um, infringed copyright material a few times that Facebook actually blocked them from posting anything up for eight days. And that, as you can imagine, you don't get 100,000 plus followers by just posting every week or two. You need to be posting multiple times per day. So that was a big issue for them. Others have had actually had their Facebook page taken down, especially uh, when it comes to advertising. Or your video can go up and there'll be no sound. They'll just mute the entire video and there's nothing you can do about it. So make sure the music you use in your video is licensed. 
If you have a Mac, iMovie is a great editing tool and it's free, otherwise you're looking at Final Cut Pro or Adobe. Uh, if you have Windows, Windows Movie Maker will probably drive you insane, but it is free. But there's loads of ones then that you can get from 100 euro upwards for your Windows computer. And know the format that you need for publishing it online. So most publishing platforms prefer an MP4, which is a compressed video file. And remember as well, when a video goes up on Facebook, it's 720p. So 1080p is your general HD, your high definition. 720p is um, quite compressed. So something that mightn't look great looks decent enough on Facebook. So how's your audience watching videos? So basically, on the go, on the mobile for Facebook, no audio, no time. A lot of people are scrolling, basically. Really, YouTube or a podcast is the time where people actually get a chance to sit down. And videos are muted a lot as well automatically, so consider subtitles in your videos. Uh, Pre-rolls are great on YouTube because they are unskippable. Those six seconds strike people insane because they gotta watch it, but it is a great way, and that's what I did with that drone video that I showed you that was 20 seconds long. Think of Facebook Live as well, but prep. Prep for Facebook Live is essential. Don't just pull out the phone and shoot it portrait size and hope everything will work out because it can be an absolute disaster. And we were involved in a thing before where we actually prepped it. We made sure everything would run smoothly for this Facebook Live thing. But then the location we were in, the 3G ended up being crap. And we should have tapped into the Wi-Fi, so it got kind of pixelated. So even little things like that, if there's a Wi-Fi zone you can tap into, do so. And then consider as well about the kind of, the value you get in advertising it through different industries and on different platforms. Stories are brilliant as well. I've put videos up on Instagram and Facebook and they actually get more views when I actually throw them in to my highlights on Facebook or my stories on Instagram. 400 plus million people now view Instagram stories daily and it's a quick way of just kind of catching up with the people you follow online. But stories is the heart of a really good production as well. So we've worked with Goway Hospice for the last number of years and they, were, they weren't sure about videos, whether it worked. Quick example would be Memorial Walk is a big event for them. First year we did videos, they increased the amount of people signing up for their walk by 33%, which obviously would have improved revenue as well. But this is Amy talking about, uh, she's ovarian cancer, talking about her life in Goway Hospice. This is Valentine who passed away recently. This is another thing we did. So this was his life story. So Amy's talking about life in hospice and the services, and then we did a separate series last year, just people telling their life stories. We also did another video where we basically did a 360 around Galway Hospice to show this isn't a sad place, this is a happy place. It's all about celebration of life, not doom and gloom, and to get rid of that preconception we have about a hospice, that it's all dark and gloomy and sad. It's not. Think of your seven-day rule as well, and this is something that I learned from Kieran over here, uh, who works in marketing at the Connacht Hotel. What have we done in the past seven days? Every week you should be saying marketing-wise, what have we done in the past seven days, and what are we going to do in the next seven days? How are we going to promote them? If you're doing giveaways as well with videos because people think it adds traction, make sure what you're giving away is relevant. If you're trying to encourage people to go to the cinema, giving away a carpet isn't going to work. All right? Also, when you're putting something up on Instagram, this is important. See those two little white arrows? Decrop your video so you actually get a 16-9 video. Okay, so that's the same video. That's the drone video. But when you upload it to Instagram, it's like a 4 by 3 old-style television. You need to press those two little white arrows at the left-hand corner, and then it puts it back into the 16-9 that it should be. Video, video, video. 
be yourself, test style that creates most engagement, so you're not gonna get it right on the first go. Select the message, tone, and the right publishing platform, good sound, best times to post online are generally 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. Sunday to Thursday, because people are settled, they've kind of maybe kids put to bed, or they've dinners pre-made, they're just chilling out on the couch, trying to just come down from the day. Friday, they're getting ready for the weekend. Use hashtags, don't forget bloopers are great as well, and it shows the fun side of a business and enjoy the process, and thank you.